Hi guys, I'm Lily and I'm the host for Talking Teens. Talking Teens is a podcast that talks about lots of different issues and adversity that teens face today. It gives tips and advice on how to deal with and overcome certain adversity, as well as being a podcast that teens feel they can relate to. I want teens to feel as if the issues they are going through matter. So sit back, relax and enjoy the next episode. Hello everybody, welcome or welcome back to another episode of Talking Teens and welcome to the first episode of Talking Teens for 2020. Oh my gosh, I'm so excited to be recording this right now. I do want to say that I'm so sorry it's taken so long to record this episode, the first episode of the new year. I've been on Christmas holidays um, here in Australia and we've had about six weeks off. I go back to school very, very soon. And so I've kind of just been, you know, relaxing with it, not wanting to have any sort of like thoughts of having to do anything and just going with the flow. Um, and yeah, and I've also been planning what I'm going to be doing for 2020 with my podcast because I think it's going to be great. I really want to make something big of this. I want to make a platform out of it. Um and just help as many people as possible because I can already see a difference guys like the view the plays I'm getting with these podcasts is amazing thank you all so much you don't understand how grateful I am to be able to get these plays I'm getting like 300 plus plays plus like 300 plus streams each time and my most has like 500 streams which is absolutely amazing thank you all so much you don't understand how grateful I am it really means so much to me and I'm really glad everyone who does tune in is hopefully enjoying it um and yeah so for this episode for the first episode of 2020 I'm going to talk about how you can stay prepared stay organized for school now, the reason I'm doing this because it's a new year, which means a new school year. Here in Australia, school starts, like, end of January, start of February. So it goes, like, how the year starts, right? We, the year starts, school starts, and it goes until the end of the year when, like, it's the end of the year. So that's how our schooling works. Um, so I thought that I would do a how to stay organized, um, how to be prepared, um, considering the new school year is about to start. Now, anyone who isn't in Australia, I don't really exactly know how your schooling works. I know that you, everyone does have like a Christmas break, but I don't know how long that is for each, you know, schooling in different countries. Um, but you can still take on board whatever I'm saying because I don't know what your circumstances are. I don't know what position you are in. And you may just want be wanting to know some new tips and ways to how to deal with, you know, how to stay organized for school. This podcast is for anyone that may be starting high school because um, it will be about sort of how to stay prepared in high school. So this may be for anyone starting high school. This may be anyone who is moving to a new school. This may be for anyone who is going into the senior years, 11 and 12, which is what I'm doing. Um... Or if you just want some new tips because you haven't been very on top of it or you think, you know, you want to have better grades this year or anything like that, um, these tips can help you. 
So these tips I'm about to give you are ones that I've been told by like professionals as well as things that I've done myself that have helped me. Um, I get quite stressed easily, especially around schooling, around exams um, and assessments. So I want to like minimize that stress as much as possible and make it an as easy sort of process as possible. So I want you guys to be able to do that as well. Especially going into year 11 and 12, I'm going to have to make sure I am very on top of everything so I'm not stressed. Because these are the senior years of high school. This is where big exams getting up in play and everything. So, yeah. Anyway, I'm just going to jump straight into it. I suggest you may get a notebook out and write some tips that um, you like. Um, And, yeah. So, let's get into it. Okay. The first tip and I'm gonna have to keep on top of everything um the first tip is using a school diary so in Australia I know that most schools provide a school diary not all but most my old school that I was at before doing online provided a school diary it was compulsory to use and uh, we all used it my brother was at a different school for high school, for his first two years of high school and they had a school diary but it wasn't compulsory to use. If you wanted it, you could purchase it and use it. If you didn't, it wasn't compulsory, right? So there are differences and I know some schools who don't even provide diaries. Um, but a school diary is so helpful. Because I was at a school where it was compulsory to use, I like I used it right and honestly it helps so much so if your school provides it and or makes it compulsory to use that's awesome you already know how to use it um or you should anyway if your school provides it but it's not compulsory or if your school doesn't provide it I'm going to give you you know explain how to use it and what's the benefits of it so basically it's so helpful because you can write all your stuff down about school right you can I would use it to write down when homework is due so if I was given any homework at school I would write it in my diary and go hey hey homework due next lesson homework due Wednesday you know when when is my next English lesson um that's Wednesday okay homework is due on a Wednesday so that's what I would do as well as for assessments if I got an assessment notification or an assessment um, or an exam notification I would straight away write that in my diary when the due date is um, it's so helpful so if it you know I get an assessment normally it's two weeks around two weeks before it the assessment actually is so I'll get it and write it in my diary straight away so that I know it's there and for me writing stuff stays in my brain longer and I actually remember it so yeah you would use it for writing any homework down that's due any assessments coming up as well as writing down any other school events that may be coming up that you need to remember you can write down in your diary remember you know PE uniform or PE clothes whenever you know you have PE or sport um as well as writing down like when school holidays are, anything that is like significant to school, you can write it down. You can also write down like study when you're studying um, and what times you can study. 
it was so helpful and my new school that I'm going to this year actually doesn't provide one so I've bought one so I'm definitely going to use it it's going to be so helpful and yeah I definitely recommend if your school doesn't provide one to go buy one it's so good and the fun thing about buying one is that you can buy one that's super cute and something that you actually want to use um there's prices that range you know you can go to typo and get a pretty deep pretty decently um priced one you've got kmart they do really good ones as well and very cheap office works target big w anywhere honestly sells a school diary so yeah i definitely recommend that that is tip number one and that has helped me so much Tip number two is to have a planner and this is so helpful as well. I purchased this in when I was in year nine, I'm pretty sure. And this is, this honestly helped me, helps me so much. The start of year nine is when like the assessment started to ramp up a little bit more um, and we started doing exams. And so this definitely was very helpful. And planners, you can get them in different forms. You can get ones that last like uh, a monthly planner. So they have a whole month on on the planner. Or you can get ones that are weekly planners. And for me, I like the weekly planners because I'm working for each week, each week of school, right? And so... I would mainly just use it for when there was assessment periods and this is what I recommend doing for assessment periods is using this planner because you get you will start to get a bunch of assessment notifications and you'll need to start to you know study um, or actually do the or if it's an assignment make time to do the assignment. So this planner allows you to plan when you're going to be studying or making time to do an assignment. Right. Mine is like a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and it has just like a column for each. And I would write in for each day what um, I'm going to be studying. So if I have five assessments coming up for five different subjects, I would write in, you know, okay, Monday I'm studying this, Tuesday I'm studying this, th- Wednesday this, Thursday this. And I would also write in when I have sports so that I remember, you know, oh, I can't do study that night because I have sport on. And it helped me so much because it made me remember, okay, well, today I'm studying English, so I need to bring my English book home. I need to make sure I have my English notes, you know. It reminds you of what you're doing and it keeps you, like, on top of everything so that you're not having to stress or worry about what you're doing Um, or trying to think, oh, how do I fit in studying for all my subjects? Um, I recommend doing it at, like, the... A Sunday night and plan for the next week forward so that you're on top of everything and you know what you're doing. Looking through your notifications and everything is really important and that actually goes on to tip number three. Obviously once again I don't know how every school works but I know the majority of schools hand out school notifications which is for assessments. So if you have an exam or an assessment co- coming up they will hand you your assessment notification which has all the information for that assessment. You know, when 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 it's going to be held, what the topics are, what you need to study, how long um, the assessment or exam goes for, or if it's an assignment, you know, how many words it doesn't need to be. It has all the information on there. 
these are so critical, guys. These are so, so critical and you need to make sure that you are using these assessment notifications. They are lifesavers and there's a reason schools hand them out. So the way you can use this most effectively is to have a highlighter with you and highlight the key points of the notification. Some teachers may do this with you when they hand it out. Others may just hand it out. Straight away, do it. That's what I would do. If the teacher wouldn't go through it as a class, I would just go straight out and get my highlighter and start highlighting the key points. The key points would include the due date or when the assessment or exam is being held. Um, you know, what to bring to the assessment or exam, what's involved, what topics need to be studied, if it's an assignment, you know, how many words need to be in the, in the assignment or presentation or whatever. I would highlight all the key points so I know what I'm looking at. So I know when I'm coming to study for this or starting to work on the assignment, I can read over the key points and know where I'm at. Some also, some notifications also have like the marking criteria on the back. And that's also very helpful because you're able to read over the marking criteria and know, you know, if you're aiming for a B, what do you, what's the criteria for a B? If you're aiming for an A, what's the criteria for an A? You know, um, yeah, it's so helpful and you have to use those. Don't get them and chuck them out or chuck them in your school bag and never look at them again because they're so helpful and um, they helped me a lot. So tip number four would be to write notes and have flashcards. So yeah, notes and flashcards help so, so, so much. Making So this is to do with your studying, right? So I've told you, you know, how to plan to study. Now I'm going to tell you actually, you know, what involve, what's involved when studying. So the way, the easiest things for me and how it helped me and everyone is different is to have notes for each subject as well as flashcards. If no one knows what flashcards are, they're basically like, you know, little palm cards that you can buy anywhere really and you write like simple things on there and you use them to remember stuff. For me, an example was for past, we were learning about all like the body parts of a human, so like the bones, the muscles, and so I would have a photo the word on the back, um, the muscle or the body part on the back, so I could and I would flash them over and remember them. So yeah, flashcards are very simple, and this is where I did a mistake. Was with flashcards, I used to put so much information on them that I actually couldn't remember them. You're meant to flash over and just do them really fast, and when you have too much information on there, you can't remember it. So that's where I went wrong when I started first started using them. Was I put too much information on there and they actually weren't effective. So putting really simple information on there to remember is so helpful. You know, the best way would be like, for example, when I was talking about my past work, which is, if no one knows what that is, it's like extra PE sort of thing. Um, so we were learning about like the body and the bones and the muscles. And so I was putting, I did it so simply. I got a photo of each body part um, that we needed to remember and wrote the name on the back and so I could use it as a photo and look at that and try and remember what the name of the body part was or I could do it the other way and have the name and then try to remember where that body part is 
Super simple, super easy, and you can go through it really quickly. So that's how you would do it. It's really simple information on there. Don't overload it, otherwise you're not it's not going to be effective. When it comes to notes, you have to um be really organized with this because if it's all over the place, you're not going to you're going to be reading wrong information, everything's going to be everywhere and it's just going to make you stressed. A tip for this was for notes is to have one notebook for studying for your notes. That's what I did. I had a notebook, a spare notebook at home, and I used this notebook for my studying. It was my study notebook, so anytime exams and assessments came along, that's what I would use. And I would, for each subject, I had a different highlight color which I would use to highlight stuff. So when I was writing my notes, and I'll go into how to write notes, but when I was writing my notes, you know, let's start with English. English would be a green highlighter right so I knew when I was slipping through my pages go to green that's where English is and that's how I'd use it and how I wrote my notes was like for each topic for example if it was you know Shakespeare and we're learning about the different like um like English techniques, language techniques in Shakespeare and that type of stuff, I would write down, you know, onomatopoeia, highlight that, then write the definition under under it and any information about it. Then the next one, highlight it and write any information under it. You want to make sure it's clear and you want to make sure that it's easy. Don't put too much information on your notes, but don't have it too, like, simple and easy because that's what flashcards are for, you know? Your notes is where you put more information and your flashcards is where it's very simple information. I want to quickly add a side note here, guys. I'm not an A-plus student at all. I'm, like, an average student. I... When I was at one, my old school, I was very, you know, I didn't care about my grades and I did a whole uh, podcast on that. So go check it out. But I was like, I didn't care. I was getting, I was getting D's. I was getting C's and a couple of A's and B's. um, But I was sort of ranging all over the place and I was very average. I wasn't, you know, any A plus smart student. You know, I'm an average student. I'm not smart. I'm not up there with all the smart kids. I'm just average. Um... So, yeah, I just wanted to add that in there so that people didn't think, oh, my gosh, but, you know, she must be really smart. Like, what about, you know, people who are more average or struggle at school? Not, I'm an average student. I do struggle at school. I struggle especially when it comes to exams and stuff. So this is for everyone. This is not just for one type of student. I also had, like, learning difficulties. So, yeah, <laughs> this is for any anyone to use. Okay, tip number six I'm pretty sure we are up to would be to ask for help when you need it. Don't feel as if you can't ask for help. You know, if you're struggling with a certain subject and you're not understanding um, what you're learning or you're not understanding what to study or you're not, you don't understand the assessment notification or whatever it is, please ask for help. I'm I was one of those people who didn't really ask for help because I was so like it was school was not a happy place for me and I would get quite nervous. Um, yeah, don't be. Please ask for help when you need it. If you are confident enough to ask, you know, when learning about it in class, put your hand up and ask um, the teacher. But if you're not, uh, 
organize a time before class, after class to chat to your teacher or email them and organize a time to chat with them because asking for help is going to help. Otherwise, you're not going to know what you're doing and then you're going to get in the exam and you're not going to understand anything and you're going to stress yourself out. You know, you're better off asking for help and then not knowing what you're doing, you know. And the worst case, the thing that the teacher can say is, sorry, I can't help you, which if they're going to say that, then they're not a very good teacher, okay? But that's the worst thing they can say, I promise you. And if a teacher's going to say anything else that is nasty, then they're not a good teacher and you can go talk to someone else about it. But get help um, as well. And by getting help as well, that can include tutoring. You know, I def- I use tutoring. I've used it since I was quite, quite young because I did struggle with school, or I do, um, especially with maths and any, like, essay writing. That's where I would struggle. And so I definitely had a tutor, and it helped so much. You're just having that one-on-one time with someone who fully understands you, gets um your learning speed, how you learn helps so much. So that's something that you can also look into is tutoring. You know, if you need um, some extra help, chat to your parents about it, chat to school about it. I know some schools like provide tutoring. Um, So yeah, definitely ask for help when you need it. Don't be shy, don't be scared. They can't do anything. You know, all teachers are here to help you. Tip number seven yes, seven, would be to have time for yourself. So with school and all the stress that can happen with within school and everything, you can sort of overwhelm yourself and just get so caught up in school life that you sort of forget about your personal life, you forget about yourself. So it's so important to, when you're even to look after yourself, when you are at school um so that includes you know participating in some sort of physical activity um if that is a you know a sport or if it's just the gym or working out at home or yoga or going for a walk or anything you know participating in physical activity is a great way to do something for you another great way would be you know meditating um or mindfulness that's awesome as well Another way would be to sort of pamper yourself, you know, have a nice bath, bubbles, face masks, hair masks, lip masks, lip scrubs, whatever it is that you like doing, do it. If you're able to wear nail plush to school or whatever, um, you know, get your nails done, get your hair done or, you know, whatever, just to look after yourself because that's so, so, so important. And I know with school and with everything, the teachers sort of their life because that's their job is to focus on teaching that they can overwhelm you and not realize that we're also humans and we need time for ourselves so make time for yourself it's so important tip number nine yeah nine would be to I'm just trying to think because I had so many Tip number nine would just to do the is to keep your locker clean. If you guys have a locker at school, which I know the majority of schools do, but not every, I know some pu- public schools here in Australia don't, or it's not compulsory to use, 
but I know other schools do. I know in America, um, a locker is something that I, I'm pretty sure the majority of students use. Um, yeah, but if you have a locker, keep it clean. Oh my gosh, keep it clean. When I was at a school that had lockers and it was compulsory to use and I loved them because you just put everything in there. You didn't have to carry your school bag around with you everywhere. Um, it was so important for me to keep it clean. That's what keep, kept me sane because when you're going in between classes and you want to grab books, if you don't, if your locker's a mess and you don't know what books, where your books are and what's going on, it's going to be a complete mess and you're going to end up grabbing the wrong books and then you're not going to be able to, you know, learn what you need to learn, right? Keep it clean. So ways you can do this would be to buy those sort of um, like those little things that you can pop things in. I've, I don't know what they're called, but like things that you can slide books into and um, like a storage sort of container thing that you can put books and papers into. I had a couple of those in my locker and that's where I would put my books um, for my subjects and so that I knew everything was lined up, everything was ready, so I could just grab it straight away. Especially if your lockers aren't full length, you know, you may have someone above you or below you, you want to um, make it as easy as possible for them and for everyone so that you're quickly in and out and you're not taking forever. So keeping it as clean as possible is so important because I know so many people whose lockers were such a mess and they would grab the wrong books and they would disturb the class, the teachers would get angry and pissed off um, and it was not a fun time. As well as just, you know, papers in there, rubbish is in there, it's just, it's gross and when it comes to cleaning your locker out for then you know the new year like it just makes it so much harder as well so as well as lockers can be places where snakes can hide and spiders this may just be more for australia than other countries but animals can also like to hide in lockers because it's nice and cool so you want to keep it clean um you don't want a nasty surprise when you open your locker after holidays or anything like that. You want to keep it clean and you want to keep it um, organized. That helped me so much. I think if my locker was a mess, I don't know how I would have coped. Like, it sounds so stupid, but like, because I was already anxious at school, like I wanted to make sure like everything was as easy as possible for me. So having a clean locker is such a good thing. And you know what? In the early years of high school, it's kind of fun to decorate your locker, put photos in it. Some people go all out, put fairy lights, um, wallpaper, whatever you want to do with it to make it fun and something that you want to use and keep clean, go for it. Um, yeah, it, I find that so, so, so important. And that leads on to tip number 10 or 9, which is to... Have your books for each subject all in one, like, all in one set each, right? Most stuff now is online on our laptops, um, but I know most schools do still like you to have a notebook f um, to write stuff in and stick pages in, as well as some books also have a textbook, and that textbook may be a paper kind. Or if it's English, you might have a chapter book you have to read. Um, or art, you might have an art book, or whatever it is. So... For me, I would have some people use binders, which is great. And binders, you can put notebooks in those binders as well as paper in those binders. They're great. Um, and I know a lot of people love them. For me, I would use those 
these zip around things that would they like to protect your books uh, and that you zip them around and you open them up and they open up like a big like envelope book thing um, and you can fit in your books and that's what I would use I would put my notebook and if I had a a textbook I would use them and put them both in there and zip it up and I would label it you know maths as well as you know maths is great because you have a calculator and you know those pieces that you need to use I would chuck it all in there and so it wasn't an issue it was easy to grab out of my locker it was easy to put in my school bag if I needed to take anything home there was no loose books carrying being carried around and everything so it was easy as possible so that's a great thing to get you can get those from office works they're amazing or you know whoever wherever your like stationery store is um those are really really good so binders or like zip around sort of envelopes sort of things um that fit like notebooks and textbooks are great and i use those seven all the way to nine end of year nine so yeah they're awesome and I like yeah I loved them and it made like school as easy as possible for me. Tip number eleven, and this is the last tip, would be to make sure that. To, actually, no, I've got an extra one that's just come to mind. Um, this tip would be to make sure that your backpack isn't too heavy. This sounds so stupid, and I sound like a mother saying this, but it's actually really important. Me, especially having, you know, back issues, it's so many students walk around with their bags completely full of stuff and they're like they're doubling over because of it. Be responsible with this. Don't chuck everything in your school bag so that it's so heavy you're breaking your back, okay? And that's why binders and those zip, zip around envelope things are so good because everything's just being chucked in and you're not taking loose books, um, but yeah, make sure that you're being responsible with it. Don't chuck everything in your bag so it's super heavy, right? If you need to take an extra bag, like a, a tote bag or something to put extra books in, do that. You have to look after yourself as well. And, you know, sometimes the teachers forget to actually look after the students' well-being. And there's so many students to remember that they don't, you know, they don't know what condition everyone's in. So please be careful with it. I don't, you don't want to have an, an injury from carrying your school bag, um, and yeah, so be responsible with it. Don't have it too heavy because um, it's just going to give you back issues and you don't want that. You're too young to have back issues. And that leads me to now the last tip. And this would be to carry water around with you. Water is such a great way to keep you like actually focused at school um, is by having water with you. Obviously, in junior school, you're sort of in one classroom or primary school or elementary school, whatever you call it. You're sort of in one classroom the whole time. And so it's easy to have your water bottle on your desk or something. Um, or if you have your school bag, it's easy to have your water bottle with you. But if you are someone who has a locker and you keep your bag in your locker um, or something like that, you're not having it with you all the time. So it's so important to carry your water around with you. If you carry your backpack around with you, that's awesome. Have a water bottle in there. Um, but if you don't and you just have a locker and you carry your books when you need them, bring a water bottle. If you don't want a big one because it gets annoying, have like a little small one that you can take just to class. 
um, and use because water can help you like stay focused. If you're not having enough water, you get dehydrated, you can get headaches and then you won't focus and you'll just feel sick. So making sure you have water with you so that um, you can stay on top of everything, stay organized helps so, so, so much. And I definitely recommend that. Um, and it just makes you feel like it makes school feel easier as well when you're like feeling good yourself you know you're not feeling sick you're not feeling sluggish you're not feeling like you have a headache or something or hot or you know dizzy so yeah having water with you is such an important thing and I know I would always make sure I like drink enough water at school so yeah, that is everything. I'm really hoping that some of you could get some tips out of it. I hope I didn't sound too sort of like mother-like or teacher-like because that is definitely not what I wanted to sound like. Um, but yeah, so I really hope you guys liked it. Hopefully you can take some of these into the new year of schooling or if anyone, you know, if you're already at school and if you need some new tips, hopefully you can take these on board and hopefully it helps. If anyone needs any more, you know, tips or needs more advice on anything at all or just wants to have a chat, I want to tell you that my DMs are always, always open on Instagram, talking.teens. I've had people message me and if you guys are listening, thank you so much for the messages. It means so, so much. Um, so yeah, if anyone ever does want to message me, please go ahead and do it. Don't feel shy. Don't feel like you can't. My DMs are always open and I'm here to chat about anything and it stays between you and me. So yeah, thank you so much for listening, guys. I really hope you enjoy this podcast and let's bring on 2020 and bring on this, bring on the podcasting and thank you all so much for the support. I'm hoping it this podcast grows even more and more. So yeah, thank you guys so much. See ya. Bye.